Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Hello and welcome back to The Motherhood. If you are new, my name is Riley. And I'm Bethany. And happy spring! Yesterday Yay! was the yes. best day of spring. So we thought it would be fitting to do an episode on spring cleaning, if you will, and not necessarily just the cliche mm-hmm. spring cleaning, but let me not spoil things too soon. Um, yes. But yeah, so today is all about spring cleaning and it's getting warmer, it's getting prettier, and I think that we're all just feeling that itch for spring. Yeah, and let's preface that this isn't going to be an episode where we're like, if you don't spring clean, you need to. This is not going to be us like making you feel guilty about not having a spring cleaning routine if you don't, or like maybe your house hasn't been like deep cleaned in whoever knows how long. But so just know that this isn't going to be us like shaming you or making you. It's meant to be like motivational, yeah. inspirational. <laughs> yeah, maybe just some things for you to consider. I'd be curious kind of to see when like spring cleaning became a thing or like when did that whole thing start or like why why is spring cleaning a thing do you think I don't know I kind of think personally like at least okay so I it's funny we're doing this because I literally just did a major like decluttering like marathon yeah it was an event and so I feel like it's just this time of year I don't know about you but I have a hard time with like new year's resolutions and stuff because I always want to better myself but I get like seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. And so in Very the winter, real. cold months, especially down here in the southeast, like we just, it's so cold and yeah. I have no motivation for anything, which leads me to fall off the bandwagon. And you know, like it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. But something about spring and warm air and sunshine, like I'm just motivated. Yeah. And we went from a decent sized house that we f- were actually had room to grow in to a house that is way too small. And um, we can touch on that later in the episode. Um, But I was like, no, I'm feeling good today. I'm purging. We are living simply. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like for me, it's just like a mental mental motivation. Mm -hmm. And I think it just kind of comes with the warm weather. So that's kind of my thought process. I haven't done any research on it. But like, do you feel more motivated at this time of year? Or do you think it's like not like kind of like a taboo thing for you no I definitely think I yeah there's something about once the weather starts getting warmer and I think for everybody I mean I think you see that I remember like the first warm day of like this month we went out to get like hay or something for our backyard and like everybody and their mother was out at like Lowe's and stuff too you know it's like the first sight of that warm weather, everyone is outside getting ready for summer, getting ready for spring. So I definitely think it's like more than just you and I, you know, but I, yeah, I think there is something like rejuvenating about the weather getting warmer, just knowing we're out of that winter season. You're looking forward to sunshine and longer days. So there's definitely probably like a biological rhythm to it too. But yeah, I think it, I, it has the same effect on me as I think it does most people. So. Well, while you were talking, not to be rude, but I gave it a Google search. Yes. Our favorite 
Uh, Google should sponsor us. <laughs> Google is the third party, the third co-host in this. <laughs> so in Persian culture, spring cleaning traces back 3,000 years ago Ooh. to a spring tradition called Kane Takani. And it translates to shaking the house. It was believed that sweeping up dust and removing clutter from someone's home would prevent ill fortune in the upcoming year. Hmm. So it's actually a thing. Like, it's not just, you yeah. know. Yeah. Hmm. Good to know. I love that. I love knowing a little bit of that history. The more you know. It started. Yeah. So with that being said, um, it has kind of become to almost like a pressure, you know, like yeah. to spring clean and stuff. And I think. I mean, no one wants ill fortune, yeah. so maybe that's why, the motivator. But um, anyways, yeah, so I feel like, do you feel like as a mom that, like, puts pressure on you to, like, have, you know, like, I saw, it's kind of like a trend on TikTok right now about, like, um, I, or at least I've seen a lot on mm. mine, like, people are sharing more about their home and how it's yeah. meant to be lived in and yeah. not shown on display and yeah 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 and I kind of feel like there's like this whole kind of maybe like home making trend I don't know um but yeah since becoming a mother I I think I feel pressure all year round like because it's like when do you ever get the chance to like I don't know about y'all but for me I'm like dusting always falls to the back of my list baseboards yeah that was my biggest like yeah I probably vacuum and mop like seven times a week that's like once every day but like the deep deep cleaning like the dusting or yeah like baseboards walls like Mm -hmm. I don't know cleaning out filters and stuff like that I'm like I feel pressure to do that stuff all year round so I don't know I think yeah, I think in motherhood it just changes because it's like, when do I have the time to do it necessarily? Or like, how can I like uproot my whole house and like clean when I have these little mess makers coming Make behind me? Messes as you go. <laughs> you know, but just time also, I think, just makes it more challenging as a mom. But I definitely think I, I do to some extent try, I wouldn't say like I have a spring cleaning routine. Yeah. But I do like looking back, I do think there's like one part during this season where I do like at least one deep clean of the house or like getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff yeah. and everything like that. So I think I still try to, and not for any other reason than again, like the spring and the weather and everything I think motivates me to like get up and do those things. Yeah. I don't even remember what your original question was. Something about motherhood, right? If about, like, there was like a that, pressure yeah. associated, yeah. like for me personally, do I don't, feel okay I don't think making a mom has put more pressure on me or made me I don't think motherhood specifically relates to spring cleaning because I think even before being moms there was that pressure to make your house look a certain way and all that so I feel like this topic is like irrelevant yeah it's not necessarily you know it's just more like a life topic but um so for me though nothing has changed in as far as like what I do each year or any of that the only thing that being a mom has added to it is like it's just harder to find the time yeah and also you have a whole nother like person's belongings true you know it's like their clothes their toys their and they're little so like now the clothes that I buy I could wear for years where it's like they're gonna get a couple months out of it at best yeah and then I know for me I like have held on to almost every single piece of clothing just because I'm like 
what if we have more kids? I want to hold on to it so that I like have all this stuff and can like pass it down. So it's like, yeah, where does all that, where does all that clothes, where did all this the clothes go? another one where we're just going to be polar opposites because. Because you just cleaned out all yeah. your stuff, right? <laughs> and I don't, um, I don't know if we'll have another or not. The plan is two children. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, I might have just Indy and I might end up with four. We'll see. <laughs> But the plan is two. Yeah. And so I was in that boat, too, of, like, mm-hmm. do I save stuff? Do I not? Like, what do I do? Because I don't want to hoard clutter. No offense. Yeah. But, like, and you're not it hoarding takes clutter. You plan some, on having yeah, more. But it takes I don't know. Space. Yeah. You know, like, and it's just, like, yeah. But for me, it's just, like, like, I was telling my mom, Indy had this adorable little bathing suit. And I was, like, this is my favorite ever. Yeah. But why am I holding on yeah, to it? Yeah, because... You know, like, and it's one of those things where there are some sentimental things yeah. that I 100% keep. But there's also some things where I was like, the only reason I'm holding on to this is what if we have another and it's a girl? Yeah. And yeah. I know that if we have another and I keep these things, it'll be a boy. Yep. Yeah, and if I get rid of luck. it, it will be yeah. a girl. Yeah. Just the way life happens. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just purged so much. And I just think that's going to be like... We're so alike and so different at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I want to circle back to what you said about that. Hopefully I can remember my thought (laughs) later. But real quickly, just on the topic of spring cleaning, we did ask our Instagram followers a few questions about their spring cleaning routines, if they had one or not. Um, So 81% said that no, they do not have a spring cleaning routine. And 19% said yes. So pretty similar to our answers in that, you know, we don't necessarily have a routine. routine. It does happen in one form or another, I guess. I would be curious to go back and ask those people who said yes, like what their routine is. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because it's not like a, you probably need to a little more space than like a question box to answer that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious too. And interestingly enough, we also asked, does your space feel cluttered? So, although 81% said, no, they don't have a routine, 83% said, yes, their space feels cluttered. But maybe it's because there isn't a routine in place, you know? And, again, not to say that, like, you have to have one, but, like, I think kind of maybe a takeaway could be that, like, I think there is some importance to, even if it's not a spring cleaning routine, like, periodically, like, cleaning or decluttering or things like that because I know for me at least there I think once you do become a mom and you have obtained all this stuff from your children as well I cannot stand to look around my house and see clutter and like to see things out of place like there's already so much in your mind that like to to look around and be in a space where your mind is already cluttered and so is your like environment like Mm -hmm. um Again, it just adds more to, like, your mental load and mental mess. Yeah, so I noticed in our old house. So Connor and I got married. We moved into a three-bed, two-and-a-half bath house. And the space above, it had, like, a half upstairs, and the other half was unfinished. Mm -hmm. And the unfinished half was just storage. Yeah. So it was so easy for us to just throw things upstairs and then forget about it. Well, we are currently building a house, our forever home, on some property that my parents own. And while it is going up, we are staying on a very small um, little apartment on that property. 
I don't know. I'm a bad estimator of square oh, feet. I, yeah, I, I call it a train car because it's actually a barn that used to be horse stalls that was then converted into a apartment that I think was meant for like one person. Mm-hmm. And now we have a family of three with two dogs there. Yeah. So um, I would say train car is not too far off. Okay, but thank you. Because you, know, like, like it, yes, like I'm in not all trying honesty, to be dramatic. In actual, well, or maybe like a shipping carrier, you know, like yeah, one of those and big... like it's just a big rectangle, and you yeah. have to go through <laughs> one room to get to the other. There yeah, are no yeah. hallways. Anyways, not I'm not trying to complain. I'm just yeah. trying to paint a picture for you guys. Like, and so we have this big closet, and then some storage area outside. Yeah, and we just literally store everything there. And I'm just things are piling up, and it's getting overwhelming for me. And so one day I was like no mm-hmm. we're done with this yeah and the problem is is it was so easy for me before to just hang on to things because you had the space to yes and out of sight out of mind yeah. right like my house wasn't messy yeah. it was up in storage you know and so it's just one of those things where it's like until it was all out and in an area where I couldn't really you know out of sight out yeah. of mind yeah it wasn't really a problem but yeah. now it's like holy cow and then with Indy like I literally had clothes from newborn to 12 months yeah. because she's a year old now and it's just like wow yeah like it's so much yeah. stuff and so I am someone who did not have a routine but I have been so motivated that I want one now in the and future it's going too. to be a priority for me because yeah. for me and my sanity I don't want to do this again yeah yeah so that makes me circle back to what I wanted to circle back on was how I guess you've touched on some already how you were feeling like before sort of but how are you feeling pre declutter and how are you feeling now after that you've gotten rid of a lot of that stuff well we are still in a small space so it still feels a little overwhelming for me right now because we are using every every bit of storage we have but just to know that when we go to the new house I'm not taking all this extra stuff with me is so it feels like a weight's been lifted off. Yeah. It kind of sounds silly to say that, but like, and I also get some, um, what's the word? Like some, I almost get a feeling of like, I don't really know the word, but like a really good feeling because I was able to take what was clutter and not being used for me mm-hmm. and donate it to yeah. people who could really use it. And now don't get me wrong. I did try to sell some of the things that yeah. like I had paid a lot for or were hardly worn and in good condition, but Mm -hmm. anything that didn't sell got donated. Yeah. And so that's another great thing because I know that these clothes weren't just wasted. There was a new purpose to them. And so that felt really good. Um, I'm interested to hear your perspective on all of this, though, because Bethany is like a minimalist queen. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's so funny because I feel like I'm a maximalist. <laughs> so the fact that we're best friends is really weird because like, she's over here like, do I really need this? And I'm over here like, well, I'm buying five. No. I, I feel like I, I could be considered a minimalist to a certain extent, but I also have a thrifting addiction and I have problems saying no to deals. So as minimal as I can be, I will like come home with 10 new things from the thrift store every time I go just because I'm addicted to it. But, but yeah, I, I, I mean, it all kind of started, I mean, a while ago, but especially when we had Archer, our first son, and we were in a small space too, a little bit bigger than your train car, but we were in the house we're in now, but our upstairs was completely unfinished. So we really only had a living room in our bedroom and our garage, but you know, Archer's room was our room. And so 
when registering for things for him and all that stuff, like we just couldn't have a lot of stuff because there was no space for it. And like a lot of our stuff was either stored in the garage or upstairs in our unfinished part. But I think that's kind of where it really started for me was just knowing kind of like you said, we don't have the space for this. So I can't register for like multiple walkers or like three different huge swings or whatever. The difference in you and I is you made that realization and altered your registry accordingly. I was like, screw it. I'll find a place. Yeah. (laughs) I will find a place. I want the things. Yeah. So it, it took us getting a little bit of creative in terms of like, like for example, we used his little walker thing as like a, one of those like play seat. It was like, we had to make three purposes for one object type of thing. So, um, so yeah, I think that's where kind of the minimalism started was again, just that we didn't really have the space for it. And then I think part of like, because I go out thrifting so much and I'm always bringing home things, like I try to like make sure I'm getting rid of stuff too Mm -hmm. at the same time. So I'm like one in one out. Yeah. But then I go and I fill that space back up with stuff from the thrift store. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm finding more and more like as I'm going into motherhood, I have a desire to be more minimal, even though that kind of feels like an oxymoron because you're like, but you're obtaining more things. But I have a desire to be more minimal because Again, I think it's just I can't look at the clutter if I have so much clutter in my head. And I know that's like that's like a thing and we might be a little bit late to the game on this, but like I think that's why people, you know, people have all the like aesthetically pleasing wooden toys and the mm-hmm. natural colors, but I mean scientifically there is something where like if you're seeing all the bright cl- colors and stuff like that, like it again it like agitates your mind. So like people have all these soft muted tones and stuff because you're already so overstimulated that like looking at your environment and like seeing that mutedness kind of like relaxes you a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm really answering your question, but yeah, I think there's just, I'm finding that even more and more, I want to be more minimal, um, kind of a side tangent, but there was this one point in time where Josh and I thought we were moving And so we literally started packing our stuff up into boxes and like getting our house ready. And like, you know, if you're staging your house, they tell you to basically make it look like nobody like actually like lives there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, you know, you just make your whole house very minimal in a sense. And um, once we started putting everything in boxes, I was like, what is like, what even is all this stuff? Like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, why do we have so much stuff? And at the end of like, your life or whatever, you know, all your stuff just ends up in boxes. And so it was like, that was kind of a moment for me too, where it was like, this stuff just ends up in boxes and it's just stuff that takes up space. So it's like, why do you need all of this stuff? And once we had our house, like basically staged and ready to go, I loved the feeling of it. Mm -hmm. Like I loved just like not having as much out on my counters and like, you know, even just being able to hide a coffee pot that I didn't have to look at all the time or something. This is random and silly, but like I, ever since then, there's a lot that I haven't put back. We ended up not moving, but there's a lot I haven't put back out in my home because I loved that minimal look and feel so much, not even just for like aesthetics, but like, again, for my brain and just like feeling like I had space for other things in my life. So just start pretending like you're going to move if you want to have a spring cleaning routine. <laughs> and then there's me. And I am a maximalist. <laughs> now, I'm not like bright colors, flashy, yeah, yeah. you know, like all that in that sense. But like 
I'm very much like, oh, I want her to have this toy. Yeah. And this toy. And that toy. Oh, and that outfit. And this outfit. Yeah. And I want the coffee pot and the air fryer <laughs> and it. the juicer that I'm not going to use. Yeah. And just all the things. Yeah. And again, it's not because I'm like meaning to be that way, but look, I'll be honest. Shopping is my hobby. Yeah. Like, my husband likes to golf. He was like, Riley, you need to find yourself a hobby. And I'm like, I have one. It costs us a ton of money, so I don't go do it. And I have found that the reason I had hoarded so much clutter is two purposes. Mm -hmm. Number one, I'm a sucker for a deal, like you said. And I heard someone, my cleaning journey was actually motivated by podcasts and YouTube videos. And thank goodness, because I'm obsessed with them now. But I heard someone say it this way. If you go get a deal, you didn't save $20. You spent 30 And I'm like, that makes perfect sense because that is me. Like, if I go out, I love a good discount store. Yeah. I like to find a good deal. And um, there's a place. I don't know if I don't know where these are in terms of, like, the U.S. But yeah. in the Southeast, we have a store called Dirt Cheap. And it's, like, literally, literally. like, Target overstock, Target returns, stuff like that. For Dirt Cheap. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. But I would come home with my 12th pair of leggings because yeah. they were $7. And yeah. they retail for 35 yeah. So, hello. Yeah. Crazy good deal. So, in that sense, they're saying... I can't do math, but they're saying, like, you didn't just save whatever that difference was. You still ended up spending seven more dollars then. Right. So it's like where you came in, instead of saving, gosh, what's the math? 35? You said they were 35? Yeah, so it'd be $28 difference, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So roughly $28 difference. So I didn't save $28 by getting these leggings that should have been 35 I spent $7 that I didn't need to spend because I didn't yep. need leggings in the first place. Yep, yep. I get what you're saying. And so, number one, called out. And yep. I was like, okay, let's not do that anymore. And then the second thing that happened was um, I was able to realize that I was holding on to things because they were good things. Like, one of the things that I got rid of was an altered state sweater. Mm-hmm. It's an altered state sweater. Those things are like, yeah. gosh, I mean at least $50. Yeah. And I was like, do you wear it? No. But it's a $50 sweater. And, yeah. and what if I want to wear it one day? Yeah. Or like, yeah. you know, there's like There might be things. that one day where I needed it and wished I had had yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like shoes, like formal yeah. shoes. I, I might go to one oh formal gosh, event a year and it's like, I can't bring myself to let go of these shoes because what if what I need if? them? And the same thing with the baby clothes, yeah. you know? And so I was able to keep some pieces that were sentimental or my absolute favorites. Because another thing is, let's say I do have another girl. It's not guaranteed that she's going to be born in the, the same seasons. season. Yeah, yeah. And so then I have all these things that I can't even use. And the styles might be different. Mm-hmm. And it's just... And not to mention, you're probably going to go out and buy new clothes anyways. Absolutely. Or at least a few more, you know? Absolutely. I tell, my, I tell myself that all the time. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, I was able to do some soul searching yeah, and be like yeah these things make sense yeah and I'm really proud of myself because now I have been more mindful and intentional with my spending and it's just been really it's gonna sound cheesy I'm so proud of myself well you should be you should be and I know you made a lot of money like selling some of that stuff so I mean that's just money that goes right back into your pocket yeah kind of I bought a well, new apple watch I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no and that's kind of another thing though is like 
we got this extra money, but then I was able to get something that I've been wanting. Yeah, and you're going to use a lot. Yeah. I know one thing that's really worked for me and I try to remind myself of, again, because of my thrifting addiction, though, is that... And I know this is kind of like a Montessori practice, but like even in your playrooms or things like that um, in your home, like everything has a space. So I try to at least have a bin or a box or something for all of Archer's toys that I can put in or I have a set space for all of them um, so that one, it helps me when I go out to a store or something and see like a big car or something, I know in my head that, like, I don't have a literal space Mm -hmm. for this, you know. As much as I want this, I don't, like, I can think through the spaces in my home, and I'm like, I know I don't have a space for that. Um, But also, in terms of, like, cleaning and everything, Archer gets all his toys out through the day, but knowing that everything has, like, a space or a bin or a basket or whatever, it makes my cleaning up so much easier because I know this block goes right here and it goes in that shelf and this goes here and that goes in that shelf. And I've noticed Archer knows, he knows what baskets things go back into and he can help me clean up so much better. Again, that's a Montessori practice. Um, Some people might be super familiar with that, but if you're not, that is one thing that has really helped me when I'm out shopping and want to get stuff, but also when I'm at home and need to clean up, just letting everything have a space. And, and, you know, like in our garage, we have one bin of just like random toys. But like if you've got stuff, if you've got a playroom or something, give something a bin, give it a shelf, give it a space so that it helps you and your children know exactly where it goes and it makes cleanup and organizing and all that stuff all the more easier. So I know that's one thing that's helped me just in terms of home care. (laughs) I also really like that. And this is just me being a little bit vain here with like aesthetic, but like I'm thinking about a shelf, right? Yeah. And if you have baskets, you don't have to, like, sit all the stuffed animals in, like, a cute arrangement. Yeah. Just toss them in the basket, put them in yeah. there. It's, like, it's so easy that a toddler can clean it up. Yep. And then it also still looks sleek and clean and minimal. So yep. that, yeah. that's a really good idea. And a lot of my, like, bins and baskets and stuff I've gotten from thrift stores. And I get, like, you know, the cute little wicker ones. And, again also aesthetically pleasing and all those bright colored toys can be like hidden in that bin if you so care to do that but just another tip is those are great places to find if you're like oh so I gotta go out and get all this storage and whatever those are great places to find cheap bins or baskets and you can even find cute ones at that too so we have been doing a lot of talk on basically spring declutter yeah because for me again I fall into the um, 81% that did not have yeah. a routine, again, now I want one, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take steps throughout the year to make it where it doesn't get to this degree, defeat, you know? or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but what about the actual, like, cleaning? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I know there are several, we actually asked our, um, followers on Instagram as well, if they have any like favorite products and stuff. And we'll definitely share those over on Instagram mm-hmm, too, because mm-hmm. there were some good ones that I'm excited to try now. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically, I think somebody did say baskets too. So yeah, that bins or something. Yeah. They're speaking straight to you. Yep. Yep. Um, All about the bins. <laughs> but I'm interested to know, like, are there any like diehard tricks or hacks or mm-hmm. things that you do mm-hmm. every day to like help keep your house tidy? Because I'll, I'll be completely honest when we moved to the now apartment, it's not me. 
it doesn't have like if you walk yeah. in there you could tell that I didn't decorate it it yeah. doesn't yeah. it's not an extension of me you don't see any of my style or anything like that we thought it was going to be super temporary like six to eight months and now here we are 13 months in and still have a ways to go on yeah. our house yeah and so now I'm kind of kicking myself for that because you know obviously your space feels better and it works better when it's representative of you mm-hmm. but um I've kind of been neglecting it which is again part of how the clutter came yeah it's a lot easier to let clutter and stuff happen when you're not passionate about that space yeah so are there things that you do to keep it like routine like I have a passionate penny pincher planner Mm -hmm. and I love that it does this it has like a breakdown of seasons and different Mm. like chores you can do in the seasons that you don't need to do every week but like you know once a month once a season whatever Um, I don't know. I don't know if I honestly could think of much. Um, all I can think of right now are like little things. Like I know one thing I try to do is like open up my windows every day, at Mm -hmm. least one window to try to get like air circulation, like that fresh air, help kind of clean and purify the air in your home. I know we have a diffuser that I try to diffuse like thieves or citrus or stuff just to make my environment feel and smell clean. Um, I'm doing the usual like mopping and vacuuming every day. Um, you mop every day? Well, not every day, but honestly, probably every other day with all this rain and a, and a dog that brings mud into the house. Good for you. Well, if I do it once a week, I'm patting myself on oh, the back. Well, I just, the dog, the dog, and then my daughter comes and crawls behind him and her clothes are always filthy. Anyways, um, I feel like there was, there's more, like, I do a lot of the, like, I, I don't know if this is answering your question, but I do a lot of the, like, baking soda and vinegar in our kitchen, like, cleaning mm-hmm. sinks, um, Because you also, Bethany and, also takes, like, a more natural approach I, to cleaning yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I try. I try with our products and stuff to do, like, the low toxin ones or whatever, the cleaning I ones. have a toxic house. <laughs> oh, no. I have a toxic household. And I love no. my toxins. No, but um, but I think there's more that I want to do. Like, this is silly, but I know, like, I haven't cleaned our carpets or our rugs, like, yeah. deep clean. Again, those are... But that's hard because you don't have yeah. a carpet cleaner, you know? Yes, like... exactly, exactly. But I've heard some people do, like, baking soda on their carpets and their rugs, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to, like, help deodorize it, too, and then you can just vacuum it right up. But there are, like, little things like that I would love to, like, try and implement more. But in terms of just, like doing things routinely to kind of like help with the up, upkeep again I don't think I do much outside of my normal routine like I'm lucky if I get to dust the fan blades like if I remember to do that you know them things get nasty um so again I don't know if I'm like answering your question but no, you are. those are just like little things that I kind of like try to do even if it's I'm not always daily but like I know the windows things something I try to do every day and I don't know. I'm now trying to find some plants that like are air purifiers too, and like get some of those. That's smart. These are silly, silly little things. No, they're but... not. They're like oh, that's genius. <laughs> but um, what again, about you? Is there is there anything that you can think of that you do or? I don't know. I again, I struggle because I'm so excited to implement new strategies on my new yeah. house. Yeah. You and kind of feel like you're probably in this weird in-between in a sense I do, of like, and, like, yeah. it's it's hard for things to feel clean for me right now because yeah. it's such tight quarters yeah. that I feel like our clean house still looks really cluttered yeah. and overwhelming. Yeah, even if you So, cleaned. yeah, it's just been, you know, 
But I have an idea that I think could be really cool. What if we put some of our favorite, like, cleaning products, hacks, stuff like Mm -hmm. that over on our Instagram? Because, number one, I have found... Now, it's not, like, things that I do all the time, but I have found some, like, what I'm going to call, like, miracle products that have just, like... Okay, so, for example... Our stove drives me crazy yeah. because we have an, one of the stoves with burners instead of, like, flat top. Yeah. And I love a flat top stove. And so the burners get stuff in them and, and they get nasty. Yes. And, yeah. and so I've been trying to clean these and clean these and nothing ever works. And so finally I got this stuff called the pink stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like an is abrasive the word? Like, it, yeah. it can scratch things. Yeah. It's got some yeah. grit to it. So, like, you have to be really careful and use it in, like, an inconspicuous area. Yeah. But... I was like, you know what? I don't like this stove. It's not going to make it not work. Let's just try this. Yeah. Lo and behold, it's not perfect, but it's cleaner than they've ever it's been. Better. Yeah. And because the apartment was used, it had like years of yeah. build, up, build up, you know? And so it's not perfect, but it's much better. So like I have found more so like products mm-hmm. that I think have really changed the game and made me feel better about the space and situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, but I don't want to sit here and be like, this product this, this, and this, this product, and this, I'm not this. an infomercial, yeah. you know? Yeah. But if you're interested, yeah. um, I'll make a note to post something to Instagram. Yeah. But also, if you guys have products that you swear by, please mm-hmm. let me know. I did recently come across this... Um, it's a vacuum, but it vacuums and mops at the same time. I mean, like, and then that just is more efficient, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't have it, but... I will have it by Christmas because if I, I don't will have, have it, it in December, Christmas. Yeah. it's a Christmas present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would love to hear the stuff that you guys use. And even just maybe things like Riley had asked, like things you're doing routinely mm-hmm. that maybe even help you, you know, when it comes to that time where you're feeling motivated, you're not yeah. overwhelmed by all that there is to do. Just that stuff we can do periodically. Um, I thought also to kind of wrap things up, um, just in like closing a little bit. So I know you said now you kind of feel inspired to maybe have more of an actual spring cleaning routine. What do you think that would like look like for you? So do you mean just in terms of like decluttering every spring or like? So one thing that I had never thought of, and it seems so like, duh, now is like in my planner, there's like a list. It's the passionate penny pincher planner. It's like got a Say list. Say that five times fast. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. But it's got a list of like daily chores mm-hmm. and then also things that you do once a week. Yeah. So for example, every like, I, I had the day wrong probably, yeah. like every Tuesday you clean out your fridge. Mm. And it's like if you do that consistently, it never gets to like yeah. that overwhelming, Yeah. holy cow, when is the last take time? everything out of the fridge and do it, clean it all or whatever. Right, right. And so things like that, things like cleaning the baseboards, things that need to be done, but like honestly, they don't even register with you until it's to that point. So just being more thought out in my routine Mm -hmm. and making it a routine. Like, you know, maybe every Friday I wash the sheets, you know, like stuff like that. Um, So that's one thing because just writing it down and having a routine and not just like, oh, that's dirty. I should go clean it. And that's also super approachable because it's like, okay, so if I just have the goal of setting this for once a week, I can do that. I can do that. Right. And it's like, if you hate it, you only have to do it once a week, you know? And like, yeah. So that... A big one for me is going to be clothes. I do Mm -hmm. think that the one in, one out rule would be really good for me. Because, you know, before, I would have a closet full of clothes. And I would still say I have nothing to wear. 
and now I have no clothes and nothing to wear. <laughs> so, but they would say, like, if you bring one thing in, you have to purge one thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it never becomes overwhelming. And while yeah. I don't think I'll do it perfectly, I do think that maybe seasonally going yeah. through things or, like, with Indy, when she, we're in 12 to 18 months right now. So, when we're 18 to 24, going ahead and getting rid of those clothes instead yeah. of making them keeping them, them around up. a while yeah, yeah yeah that's a really great idea so really just becoming more routine that yeah. sounds like so yeah. vague but for real like that's my plan of attack it's just to like i've been watching youtube videos there's so many good ones that i can maybe make a post on mm-hmm. or something yeah. to refer people to but like yeah just watching those videos and listening to podcasts has number one been motivating like it just encourages me to do yeah. it number two it's given me great ideas and number three i just feel like it's one of those things that, like, until you try it, you don't know you're missing out on. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm... Like, wow, this is so much better. Yeah, <laughs> literally life-changing, so... Yeah. Well, I hope that this episode will maybe be something that also encourages other people and listeners and stuff, too. Again, we're not... We always claim we're not the professionals. We aren't, like, Marie Kondo to come here nope. and tell you exactly step-by-step step what you should do, but... Um, And we're also not here to be like, hey, you should have a spring cleaning routine. But maybe that looks like just, again, throughout the week or month or whatever, implementing some new things. Because I do think there there is importance and value in having a space in a home that fits like what you need physically. And again, like sometimes some people are like, like my mom isn't a clutter person but she's like eclectic so like she's got lots of like little things and like that fits her and works for her so again not saying that you need to become a minimalist but you can have things and a place to put them and it never even look or feel cluttered and And the importance I think is just like having it work for you and your family and I'm all about like freeing up the space in your mind by freeing up you know the space in your environment that (laughs) may not be everyone though because I have met specifically I'm going to use the analogy of students yeah I think about a student's desk, and I think about how I want it to look Mm -hmm. and how you know where everything Mm -hmm. is. I have had students whose desks look like train wrecks. Like, it looks like someone took it, shook it, put it down. Everything had to be just thrown back in, and then they took off to go home that day. And if I say, where's your blue crayon? He's like, right here. (laughs) Got it. You know? And it's like, it's just different different. things work for different people. Different for everybody, but hopefully there is still something in this episode to at least encourage you or have you try something new. Maybe it's even taking a trip to a thrift store, which I know I would personally really love for you to do. So, or maybe it's better shopping habits or something like that, which would be a whole nother fun episode that we should do is like just talking about keeping ourselves accountable. No, we when shouldn't because we then I have to keep myself accountable. I'm going to add this real quick is that what was it last weekend? Riley and I after church had a few hours to ourselves um, while the ki- the kids watch the boys, <laughs> while the Basically. boys watch the kids. And, um, we went and we went shopping and we spent money. We got lunch. We went to like three places and we yep. spent money at like all three places. And we were like, why is it that like when we have free time, I mean, it's fun and we don't feel guilty about it, but it was just like, we went and we shopped and we spent money and we got things. Yep. And then we were kind of like, okay, what else should we do? But we also <laughs> did really good too, though, because we were able to 
not like okay so i would walk around with armfuls of stuff and then when i checked out i might have had three things yeah so it's like i was much more mindful yeah we tried to keep each other accountable in that like do you really need this anyways that was a side tangent but i felt like it kind of fit with this week's episode so reminder if you don't already follow us on instagram go to the motherhood underscore moms we'll be posting some products that we love some um cleaning stuff, some organizing stuff, and also sharing a little bit of what you guys said that you're using. And we want to hear more about what you're using and what works for you. So please send help. Join the community and let us know what's working for you. And if you are watching on YouTube, first of all, please don't forget to subscribe. It really supports the podcast. Yes, please. Make sure you give it a thumbs up if you enjoyed it so we know what episodes you guys want to see more of. And we will link all of those cool things in the description of the YouTube video for you to check out there. Yeah. And we'll have them in the show notes too for if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever. We'll give you all the links. We'll give you all the things. And again, hopefully we'll encourage you to maybe even just try something new this spring. So on that note, we will catch you guys in the next one. See ya. Bye. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.